welcome back. Um, I'm just kind of swamping up where we're reading from, but I just got through reading out of Mark chapter 7, and at the end of it, it says, He hath done all things well, and hath made both the deaf to hear and the dumb to speak. And that references over to Genesis 1, D and Ecclesiasticus uh, 39 and I started to read Ecclesiasticus this is out of the apocryphal books Uh, this is Ecclesiasticus the book of Jesus the son of Sirach Um, it's S-Y-R-A-C-H uh, but this is the 39th chapter. It's it's not short, but it has uh, three references. One to Ecclesiasticus 44b. One to... Looks like Ecclesiasticus 1d. And then Genesis 7b uh, or d. I'm not sure. I'm just going to read through it. It only has those three references, so I'm just going to read through it. The title on this one, this is chapter 39. The intro, uh, it says, A wise man, the works of God, unto the good, good things do profit, but unto the evil, even good things are evil. All right. Let me go. Here we go. It says, He that applieth his mind to understand the law of God uh, does diligently seek out the wisdom of them of the old time and exercises himself in the prophets. He keepeth the sayings of famous men and and presseth to the understanding of dark sentences of wisdom. All right, hang on. He seeketh out the mystery of secret sayings and exerciseth himself therein continually. He, he, he does service among great men and appeareth before the prince. He goeth into a strange country and travelleth through it. Look what good or evil is among men. He proveth it and seeketh it out. He purposeth it in his heart to restore early unto the Lord that made him and to pray before the high God, the highest God. He opened his mouth in prayer and prayeth for his sins. When the great Lord will, he shall be filled with the spirit of understanding that he may then pour out wise sentences and give thanks unto the Lord in his prayer. He shall order his device his, and lead his knowledge aright and give him understanding of secret things. He shall show forth the science of his learning and rejoice in the covenant of the law of the Lord. The whole congregation shall commend his wisdom and it shall never be put out the remembrance of him shall never be forgotten 
and his name shall continue from one generation to another. His wisdom shall be spoken of, and the whole congregation shall openly declare his praise. While he liveth, he hath a greater name than a thousand beside. And after his death, the same name remaineth unto him. Yet will I speak of more men of understanding, for I am full as the moon. Hearken unto me, ye holy virtuous children, bring forth fruit as the rose that is planted by the brooks of the field, and give you a sweet smell as liveness flourish as the rose garden. Sing a song of praise. O give thanks unto God over all his works. Give glory and honor unto the Lord. Show his praise with your lips. Yeah, even with song of your lips, with harps and playing. And then giving thanks unto him. Say after this manner, all the works of the Lord are exceeding good. And all his commandments are meet and convenient in due season. A man need not to say, what, what is that? What is that? What is that? For a time convenient, they shall all be sought. At his commandment, the water was as a wall. That references to Genesis 7, uh, B or D, I think. At the word of his mouth, the water stood still. And his commandment is everything acceptable and reconciled, and his health cannot be minished. The works of all flesh are before him, and there is nothing hid from his eyes. He seeth from everlasting to everlasting, and there is nothing to wonder, too wonderful or high unto him. A man need not to say then, what is this or that? For he hath made all things to do good unto man. His blessing shall reign over as the stream, or run over as the stream, and moisture the earth like a flood of water. Like as he maketh the water for, for drought, so shall his wrath fall upon the heathen. His ways are plain and right unto the just, but the ungodly stumble at them. For the good are good, for the good are good things created from the beginning, and evil things for the ungodly. All things necessary for the life of man are created from the beginning. Water, fire, excuse me, water, fire, iron, and salt meal, wheat, and honey, milk, and wine, oil, and clothing. All these things are created for the best to the faithful. But to the ungodly shall all these things be turned to the herder and harmer. These be spirits that are created for vengeance, and in their righteousness have they fastened their torments. In the time of the end, they shall pour out their strength and pacify the wrath of him that made them. Fire, hail, hunger, and death. All these things are created for vengeance. 
the teeth of wild, noisome beasts, the scorpions, serpents, and the sword are created also for vengeance to the destruction of the ungodly. They shall be glad to do his commandments, and when need is, they shall be ready upon earth. And when their hour is come, they shall not overpass the commandment of the Lord. Therefore have I taken a good courage unto me from the beginning, and thought to put these things in writing, and to leave them behind me. All the works of the Lord are good, and he giveth every one in due season, and when need is, so that a man need not to say, This is worse than that. For in due season they are all pleasant and good, and therefore praise the Lord with whole heart and mouth, and give thanks unto his name. Let's see. Uh, I guess I could go ahead and read uh, the next book. This is Ecclesiasticus 40. It's in the Apocrypha. And again, the Apocrypha is uh, after the 1611 King James, uh, these books, I think it's, I'm guessing, I think it's 18. Oh, geez. I can't remember. It's a good chunk of Bible that's left out of all modern Bibles. All of them. <laughs> uh, and in the Matthews Bible, uh, the Old and New Testament reference to the Apocrypha, and then the Apocrypha references out to the Old and New Test, uh, Testament. So, uh, really makes you wonder why these books were left out. And, and I'm pretty sure some of them are... Uh, might have some corruption in them, but for the most part, you have to discern, you know, what's good and what's not good. But that last chapter, that was the first time I've read it, and it sounded pretty good. Uh, didn't uh, put doubts or anything. Uh, anyways, all right, so let's go ahead and do chapter 40. I'm just going to read it straight through. I'm not going to, this one references, I'm just reading what it references it just references ecclesiasticus 30 genesis 5 and 3d ecclesiasticus looks like 12b or 41b it references 1 timothy 6 and uh, mm, looks like philippians 2 Hard to, hard to say. Let me get my magnifier. Yeah, the uh, the print on this is kind of... Oh, man. Yeah, it's just references Philippians. It looks like it might be chapter 2. Okay, but I'm going to read through it. Well, let's see. Hold on. It also... Okay, yeah. That's all it references. So chapter 40. The intro on this one says many... It says, any, many miser, miseries, misery, yeah, many miseries lighten a man's life. All things pass away, but a firm and stable faith remaineth of the blessing of the righteous and per, prerogative of the fear of God. All right, here we go. A great travail is created for all men and a heavy yoke upon all men's children, 
from the day that they go out of their mother's womb till they be buried in the earth, the mother of all things, namely their thoughts and imaginations, fear of the heart, counsel, meditations, longing and desire, the day of death. From the highest that sitteth upon the glorious seat unto the lowest and most simple upon the earth, from him that is gorgeously arrayed and weareth a crown, unto him that is but homely and simply clothed, there is nothing but wrath, zeal, fearfulness, unquietness, and fear of death, righteous anger, and strife. And in one night, when one should rest and sleep upon his bed, the sleep changes, changes his understanding and knowledge. A little is nothing in his rest. In the sleep as well as in the day of labor. He feareth and is disquieted in the vision of his heart, as one that tenneth, I'm sorry, as one that runneth out of a battle. And in the time of health he awaketh, and marvelous that marvelous that the fear was nothing. Such things happen unto all flesh, both man and beast, but sevenfold to the ungodly. Moreover, death, bloodshedding, strife and sword, oppression, hunger, destruction and punishment. These things are all created against the ungodly, and for their sakes came the flood also. All that is of the earth shall turn to earth again, and all waters ebb again into the sea. All bribes and unrighteousness shall be put away, but faithfulness and truth shall endure forever. The substance and goods of the ungodly shall be dried up and sink away as a water flood, and they shall make a sound like a great thunder in the rain. Like as the righteous rejoiceth when he openeth his hand, so shall the transgressors be faint. When their goods vanish and consume away, the children of the ungodly shall not obtain many branches, and the unclean roots upon the high rocks shall be rooted out before the grass by the waterside and upon the river branches. Friendliness and liberality and the increase and blessing of God is like a paradise and garden of pleasure. Such mercy also and kindness endureth forever to labor and to be content with that a man hath is a sweet, pleasant life, and that is to find a treasure above all treasures, to beget children and to re- repair the city maketh a perpetual name, but an honest woman is more rough than they both. Wine Wine and mince minstrelsy rejoice I'm yeah, I'm not sure what this word M I N S T R E L S-I-E, minstrelsy, rejoiceth the heart. But the love of wisdom is about them both. 
Piping and harping make a sweet noise, but a friendly tongue goeth beyond them both. Thine eye desireth favor and beauty, but a green seed time rather than they both. A friend and companion come together at opportunity, but above them both is a wife that agreeeth with her husband. One brother helpeth another in the time of trouble, but alms shall deliver more than they both. Gold and silver fasten the feet, but a good counsel is more pleasant than than they both. Temporal substance and strength lift up the mind, but the fear of the Lord more than they both. The fear of the Lord wanteth nothing, and needeth no help. The fear of the Lord is as a pleasant garden of blessing, and nothing so beautiful as it is. My son, lead not a beggar's life, for better it were to die than to beg. Whoso looketh to another man's table, taketh no thought for his own living, living how to uphold his life. For he feedeth himself with other men's meat, but a wise and well-nurtured man will beware thereof. Begging is sweet in the mouth of the un- unshamed. Begging is sweet in the mouth of the unshamed fast, but in his belly there burneth a fire. All right, that's that for 40.